Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild, and this is Embrace Embrace You First, First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. Hi, welcome to our very first podcast, Embrace Me First. I'm Mary Wong, Chinese medicine practitioner and acupuncturist, best-selling author, and your health and life strategist. And I am here with Dr. Tanya Wild, naturopathic doctor. And we're going to be teaching you how to take care of yourself right now. We want you to learn how to take care of you to be the best version of you. And so what is it? We're going to be looking at nourishing your mind, body, and soul. We are going to have you be more present and connected to you and your life while we move through our life cycles. Tell us what the life cycles are. So we're going to move you through all the cycles and we're going to guide you to help you be the best version of you within all the limitations that each cycle provides or not necessarily provides, but throws at you. So the cycles of life being preconception to pregnancy through postpartum lactation and parenthood and then finally perimenopause and menopause yes absolutely and we're going to be basically taking to your health to the next level so that you feel more empowered and inspired in your life in like a really tangible way yeah exactly because we can't um, always expect the best in every single phase, but we can expect the best version of you. And we're going to give you solutions and tips to help you. And the good thing is this series will be available as video and on audio form. And sometimes you will see us in audio or in our visual form, looking down at our notes like I am once in a while right now, because, you know, most podcast series are only audio, but we're doing both because we, we like to watch podcasts as well. It's fun for us to learn and grow and give back. And now we decided we have so much info for you, so much knowledge between 42 years of clinical practice, 43 years years. of clinical practice between the two of us. So I think we've got something to share. Yes. And so we're coming at it from our professional experience, but also in our lived experience in our lives as women going through the different stages. Yes. As well as getting our resources through studies exactly. and research yes. and how do we read them and how do we put them into real time and right. make it empowering for you. Yes, and helping you filter through the things that you will learn on Dr. Google and from friends and really bring it back to you with, is that a fad or is this really evidence-based? And then sharing evidence-based clinical tools that then you can apply in real time, as you said. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, in an empowered way, because sometimes, you know, there might be some findings from a study, but it may leave you disempowered because it's like, oh, I don't know if I can accomplish this. Right. Exactly. Or, you know, for example, even like the, the question of c-section versus natural birth people will feel tormented it's like oh my gosh then you know i'm not capable or competent or i fail as a human being if i choose to do c-section yes we don't want that no no we want you to feel your best version of you through whatever gets thrown at you 
And for example, let me ask you this question. So really, really important question that I ask of a lot of my patients. Imagine you're flying on the plane and there's some turbulence and the mask drops out and you know, you're being told that the, you know, hold steady, make sure your seatbelt's clipped in. What do you do? Do you take that mask and put it on yourself or do you put it on your loved ones that are sitting right next to you? Well, of course. Of course, exactly. So, you know, as a woman going through life, our natural inclination is to put the mask on this little child or your loved one first. But I know that we really need to put that oxygen mask on me first. Right. Which Hence is this a, podcast. Yes, which is the whole concept of, of embrace me first. So me first, but embrace me first. We don't want to give this illusion that you know, we're going to move through life just doing me first and you know leaving our children and our loved ones behind. We, we need to embrace, embrace the concept of me first so that we can be better moms and lovers and partners and connected and help others by taking care uh, and applying that concept and of embrace me first. Yeah, and you know, when we're talking about this, we are well aware that we have our responsibilities in life. So it's not like shirking them and saying, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to go off into the woods for a month or something. Maybe you can. But oftentimes we have real responsibilities with our work lives, with uh, children, with um, parents, you know, all these things that we just have in our lives that we can't get away from. But while we're taking care of others, how can we help me first simultaneously? Yes, right? we have lots of obligations. We definitely, however, can move through those obligations, feeling the best versions of ourselves. And so how did you get through your kind of childhood to, and then come to this realization that you were going to say, put you first, or let's say, so tell me about you. How did you decide to be a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and acupuncturist? Well, so... How did you get here? Yeah, that's a great question, because here's the thing. I didn't grow up knowing that this is what I wanted to do. Okay. What I did know from a very young age, I idolized Mother Teresa, who was completely selfless, and I loved the concept of being able to help one person at a time. Mm. So I thought my way would be becoming a medical doctor. And it wasn't until second year university at McMaster in Canada where my grandmother fell ill and she was in the hospital dying. And the doctor literally said, you have two weeks to live. Well, wow. she had two weeks to live. Yeah. And so we said, well, if she's going to die, we want her in the comfort of her own home where she can rest in peace. And so when we brought her home, it was my older brother who says, you know, well, you know, we're Chinese. Maybe we should try Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. So at the time, in the days of the Yellow Pages, which is this giant book, and, you, you know, you open it up and all the services are there. And we looked up <laughs> Chinese medicine practitioner. Yeah. And I had the privilege of taking my grandmother, driving her downtown to this little back room of this Chinese herbal store. Right. So I didn't really grow up with that. It's yeah. like in my culture, but I, yeah. in fact, I was the kind of person that kind of shunned away from my mm. culture mm. and really science oriented and all that. Mm -hmm. But when I witnessed what transpired next with this doctor of Chinese medicine, it just blew me away so much so because my grandmother not only recovered spontaneously, like she obviously didn't die, but she wow. lived another eight years. Mm -hmm. So in that, I thought, holy cow, 
how could she slip through the cracks of Western medicine, something right. that I love and cherish and adore. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I thought my mission now would be to fill that gap mm -hmm. and provide the access and allow people to have access to Chinese medicine mm -hmm. within the medical uh, framework. Front. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. And so instead of uh, going straight into medical school, I finished my degree and then I went into Chinese medicine and mm -hmm. I've been practicing for 27 years and I've never Amazing. looked back. Yeah. And you know, I do incorporate and I speak to physicians all the time. I treat lots of physicians as well. So mm -hmm. that's fun for mm -hmm. sure. Bridging the gap is such an important concept that we're trying to fill as well. And I grew up um, with this vision with my mother, a single mom of three, and her stories about her mother in the garden, and she then applying it, you know, picking peppermint leaves and using it for tummy ailments and chamomile and, you know, just taking care and nourishing that whole concept of using plant-based medicine to help, uh, you know, the children with uh, little ailments, and then her taking us to naturopathic doctors in addition to conventional medicine doctors. So we kind of grew up seeing both conventional and holistic healthcare practitioners. And then just having that viewpoint, that standpoint of both systems of care and recognizing the need for both. I had this vision of being this granola mom, helping you know other children and, and uh, other women. And then at the age of 16, I realized, hey, I can do this. So I stepped out of myself and said, I can do it beyond you know, the backyard care and the, the, the local community care, and I can become a doctor. And I was at this uh, road where, or this fork in the road where I didn't know whether or not I want to be a naturopathic doctor or conventional medicine doctor, having grown up in both systems of care. But I think after my, you know, journey with polycystic ovary system, uh, syndrome, not realizing I had this, but my drive for uh, my fitness and exercise with all of my extra testosterone, I recognized this, you know, motivation within me to kind of help educate people with lifestyle medicine and thought, you know what, I fit this role of it as a naturopathic doctor, a little more than a conventional medicine doctor. However, when, as I was going through university, I prepared myself for both and then can pursue the naturopathic medicine route. But through that, there was a, it was a really heavy research base and evidence-based design uh, that I was learning through the health studies course at Waterloo University. And I realized that everything that I was going to, or at least I put my mind to it, that everything that I was going to teach and, and educate my patients with were gonna, was going to be evidence-based. But recognizing that once in practice, everything can't be exactly evidence-based. There's going to be some clinical evidence and there's going to be some hearsay, but trying to filter through the mud a little bit because sometimes it's there's too much out there and you know too much that is a little bit too confusing for patients to know what is going to work versus not work. And so bridging the gap between naturopathic medicine using clinical evidence based naturopathic lifestyle medicine, but then also recognizing the need for conventional medicine doctors because we need to work together to 100%. help our patients. We need to give them that team feeling so that they we can bring them back to that whole concept of community, yes. the community approach. Yes, and you know we were talking about this before we went on air, about just about the fact that we are humans and human beings are uh, they thrive in a community. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not about, let's just leave it to ourselves or just give our care to someone else altogether. So we mm -hmm. want to help you take back control of your own health. And a concept that I love that Dr. Paul Magarelli, who's a reproductive endocrinologist, says in Colorado, and I'm going to borrow it. I love this concept of one medicine. Mm. So one medicine is literally bridging gap, 
between naturopathic, Chinese medicine, yes. other holistic Eastern, medicines Western, outside. Exactly. Yeah, like and, and then you all know the it. pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. like all of that is necessary mm-hmm. at different times. Yes, yes, right. And we've both used all of it throughout our entire journeys, even through our fertility journeys and growing up. I recognized, you know, just the need for nutrition, but then maybe the diagnostics to understand that I had irritable bowel, you know, and that I just needed to at 16 due to an elimination diet to discover that I had a soy sensitivity, but perhaps it was something worse. Maybe I could have had colitis and it would have been addressed differently or together with holistic naturopathic medicine and conventional medicine. So it's there, there's the need for both. It's so important. And just bridging that gap is what we're hoping to do and provide you by sharing our stories, mm-hmm. um, personal stories, but then also interviewing you and interviewing other uh, experts. Other experts. Yeah. 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 So that we can get their stories, figure out how they've um, incorporated holistic naturopathic medicine and conventional medicine into their own lives so that we can all learn on how to make our lives the best lives possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, when we're talking about bridging the gap, it, it's more than just the East and West. Yeah. We're also talking about literally mind and body yes. and even the gap between office visits, right? So, yes. and this is what brings us here because it's like, it's fulfilling to talk and impact our patients during this office visit, but it's way more fulfilling if you go out there in your life and you live it your best self forward mm-hmm. and in the most healthy of way. We're not looking for perfection, no. right? I mean, yeah. there's no such thing. Never. No, there is no such thing. <laughs> we are far from perfect. Right? I like to say perfectly imperfect, just yes. like Brene Barron. Exactly. Yes. We love that. Yes, for sure. And just that finding even the balance in the name, embrace me first. We came up with me first. And then I said, let's add a little feminine tone to that. And you said, yes, embrace me first. So just even in the name, just the yin and the yang, finding the balance, the inside, the outside, you know, always, I mean, somebody comes in for acne, it's not just topical treatments. It's working on the inside and the outside and the mental, emotional and the physical nutrition and movement. So we're going to teach you all of that figure in, and bridge the gap between visits because there's only so much that we can share in visits. And there's often these times and moments in visits where I, I just think, oh, I just wish you could just refer to that podcast and then now I can and will. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, just to get the detail that you need between visits. So yeah. we are both very driven individuals with lots to share and it fills up our buckets to he- have you hear us as well. And part of our journey as humans is to make ourselves the best people we can be to be the best caregivers and and healthcare practitioners for you. So thank you for hearing us. Um, I think that uh, I, I was gonna just well, I just wanted to oh. ask it, like, mm-hmm. you know, as you're saying all this, mm-hmm. hey guys, just so you know, we, there's going to be some free flowing yeah. because it's in conversation, right? Yes. And a lot of traditional podcasts, it's really one person. True. So I love that we have interaction and again, back to being what we are as communities. So mm-hmm. we add to each other's conversation. Yes. And when you said, oh, the yin and yang, well, I just wanted to add in yes. because and make it real and what that means because it's like, what the heck is yin and yang? Like, <laughs> yeah, really? True, true. Expand, please do. <laughs> I am a science girl. Yes. And so what we're talking about, it's the concept, the energy. It's like, you know, we are feminine energy and mm-hmm. we're in this action-oriented world and we've been proving ourselves since the women's right movement yes indeed. and we have I think come a little too far the other side yes right? I agree so we've become we we're wanting to like embrace our aggressive self like in the do 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 the doing and it's like you know what this 
pandemic is giving us an opportunity to go back within. Right. So this Turns is a great grassroots basis. Yes. yes. Right. Embracing ourselves. Yes. And, and hence the whole concept again, back to me first, mm-hmm. because it's not about, you know, proving yourself to others. Mm-hmm. It's about coming back inside yourself and welcoming mm-hmm. you as you are right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes, we can provide love, the tools. I love it. Yes. Well said. Exactly. We are going to be providing you with the tools. We're going to go through best exercise, best nutrition, best sleep, best mindfulness tools through the cycles and fill in the gaps. Yes. And what that looks like, mm-hmm. depending on where you are in your life, mm-hmm. like it changes. You know, yes, that's yes. right. So, you know, if you're trying to conceive versus if you have a little baby to, you know, you're taking care of an elderly parent, it, things are going to look different. Your sleep pattern will look yeah, different. Yeah, your hormones change as you go throughout that. So your needs change. And it's really important to be able to seek care, individual health care. But it is so helpful to have the tools in between times to refer back to if for example you forgot what was said in a healthcare visit so we want to hope we're hoping to provide that for you we will be providing that for you in this podcast series yeah and then distilling all the noise right from dr google who is so well-intentioned there's so much information but oftentimes it can be overwhelming and in fact can be contradictory in information right yes yes it's it's it's, I like to say, like my brother says, debunking the junk. It's trying to figure out what's real, what you need to spend your time, money, and resources in um, something that's going to be effective. You clearly want something to be effective. Something may be inexpensive, but then not work. And we want to make sure that we help you channel your time and your energy towards things that are going to work and be effective. And you're going to learn that through 43 years of clinical experience mm-hmm. combined with our own individual stories and and what we've seen work. And you can learn through our failures too. Because yes. Because it doesn't mean that. Yes. Because we're sitting here, we're big, huge successes in every single thing that we've done in life. There are definitely stumbling blocks that we could share with you to help you avoid them. And we're doing this all in like a totally doable day by day kind of way, right? It's not like this, oh my gosh, it's a far reaching goal. It's like, no, no, we want to make it really practical, doable, inspirational, and empowering way. And uh, so that it's also hopeful for you to be able to tackle it, right? No matter how you feel about others or yourself. Yeah, there's this little molecule, my, my, uh, my favorite molecule, dopamine. Oh, I mean, there's many favorite molecules that I like, but there's this little chemistry or neurotransmitter called dopamine. And dopamine is the reward neurotransmitter in our brain that makes us feel joy and happy. And, and we all are seeking to have a flood of that neurotransmitter. Some people will turn to porn and, and some people will turn to gambling or to drink and drugs, but we can also get a nice flood blood of that dopamine in our day-to-day moments throughout life without using unhealthy alternatives. We can teach you how to get that happy mood molecule going with solutions that are real, doable, and practical. We are not expecting you to be like manic happy all the time because no, we really not realize that there's going to be little roller coasters, but we want you to be able to be in a moment, in a day, enjoying it being present and not thinking that roller coat or that that uh, hamster wheel of the next thing we want to help you ground you and be present and in the moment and filling up your little dopamine cup on a regular basis you can only do that if you really kind of grasp the concept of the you know the basic grassroots the grassroots basics of self-care and embracing yourself first so we're going to teach you 
very practical and real tools to do that. Right. And so, so again, the topics, you know, it's basically life topics, everything that people are concerned about, right? With regards to your own nourishment, nutrition, mm-hmm. through exercise, through sleep, mm-hmm. anything else? Mind. Mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Finding ways to ground and to feel connected and and to self, but to everybody around us. So, so what did you do today? What did you do this morning that kind of helped fill up your teacup of dopamine. I love <laughs> that visual Not necessarily teacup. filled up, but added to, because yes. we're always adding to it, right? Yes, absolutely. And so what I did was, you know, we know that we're, uh, this is recorded, but we were actually getting together at nine o'clock in the morning. So it's like, okay, do I just wake up and like show up? Which is great. But I'm like, no, heck no. <laughs> I'm gonna get up, get outside, and go for a nice walk, get some fresh air, and connect with myself, my inner source, and then I can be even that much more present. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. And, yes. and, you know, and on my way, I was walking and I connected with two ladies and I was having a little chuckle to myself. I'm like, oh, look, they're having some self-care. Yeah. So I said something to them and yeah. I connected with them. So that yeah. was really great. So if you're listening to this, it was so wonderful to meet you. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Eleanor and uh, yes. Larry. Or, no. Oh, dear. Oh, I dear. forget. That's okay. Like yeah. the second. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and how about what what did you do today so to fill your cup? For me, I did some very basic, simple things. I woke up. I could have just ran out of the house and fly by the seat of my pants, but I had a nice warm shower, a mindful present one, had a nice large glass of water with ice and, and a lemon, and I called a friend on the way to chit-chat to uh, just like fill up my little teacup because I love connecting with people always Mm. talking always connecting exactly yeah that's awesome right Mm -hmm. and so what I take away from what you just said is like when we ask you what are you doing to fill or add to your cup it doesn't have to mean this big grandiose thing Mm -mm. right it's like literally she got into her car but she connected with someone Mm -hmm. she drank water Mm -hmm. like it's basic human stuff you breathed right (laughs) but it's trying to make sure that you can fulfill all of your basic needs so that you can then help fulfill other people's basic needs and then go bigger and beyond that just feeling on this level of true connection calm and rather than trying to seek total joy all the time just contentment you know just trying to feel content well in and in this present in this present moment yes right because it's not always content right no i mean in a 24-hour period you're gonna go through ups and downs for sure but a little more content Mm -hmm. not rejecting the negative not craving the positive just kind of being in the moment and it doesn't mean that you're not going to be rushing around but you're going to feel good rushing around Well, better. If better, so, yes. So, better. you know, the, strive, yes. the striving thing is not like, again, perfect. No. It's like, even if we're like one notch happier, yes. one notch more joyous and fulfilled, mm-hmm. isn't that enough? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. But, makes a difference? For sure. And absolutely. But there are a lot of people who definitely feel super unwell. And if you're listening to this and you're in that place... We want to bring you to normalcy and then bring you up a level of just feeling your best self. Like you can feel for you, your best self, so that you can do you at that level. Yes. You know? And I love that you bring that in because, you know, some people are in a place of being complacent. Oh, you know, this is just the way things are. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be miserable or I'm just going to be in pain for the rest of my life. And that's okay. <laughs> and their doctors may say to them, 
you're fine. Everything checks out. All your blood work is excellent. You are healthy. You get a perfect bill of health, but you're still not feeling well. Well, we're going to be here to teach you why you may not be feeling well. You're not, you're not feeling your optimal self. Right. And then yes. what you can do about it mm-hmm. in, again, a doable way that's consistent over time. Yes. Leading exactly. to a transformation. So right? embrace me first. Embrace me first. So what are you doing today to embrace you? And what is filling your cup today? Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until next time, ask yourself how you're going to embrace you first today. For more podcasts, check out embraceyoufirst.com. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.